What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to The Motion Show, episode 37. Almost forgot what it was there for a minute, but I recovered and came back. What's been good, y'all? Um, man, I'm really excited. I just feel like um, we're getting more and more listeners joining our little community here. And I'm just I'm so humbled and excited to be collaborating with some of the people I've got coming on the podcast. And I hope that you guys are excited. I've got a lot of guests coming up. Uh, so anyway, I'll keep this short because I got, I've got a great interview coming up. And uh, so I'll just let you know again that I have shows coming up this week. August 2nd at Pettit Fest, $30. August 3rd at Connective Live Fest in Oxford, Pennsylvania. We play at 445 on a, a side stage there for a big live festival. And then the following week, August 10th, it's a Saturday night. We will be at World Cafe Live. And it's going to be an excellent show because we've got the wonderful hoochie coochie open up for us opening up for us and they are they're just phenomenal funky bluesy soul grooving uh, just absolutely amazing entertainers and musicians and their lead singer miss danielle johnson danny johnson aka brown Shug. that's my girl that's my home girl now we're tight she came over to the house today and we sat down for a wonderful conversation and interview and really got to know each other a little bit. So uh, without any further ado, here is my interview with Danny Brown Shug Johnson. Yo, what's up, Danny? How's it going? Oh my gosh, I'm doing so well. I love your property. <laughs> He got me in the home, y'all. We're hanging out in the home. <laughs> My friend calls it an Osama Bin Laden compound because I got all the trees around and everything like that. He's like, yo, you're hit out like a motherfucker out here. He's like, ain't nobody going to find you. I love it. It reminds me of my hometown. We had a lot of wide open spaces when I was younger. Then they came in, built a bunch of houses up. But before they did all that, it was just like this. Like yeah, it. that's what we're trying. We're trying to keep it farmland out here. I mean, I feel super blessed to you know still be able to walk across the street and there's horses, mm-hmm. cows, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it influences my music big time, mm-hmm. you know, because people are always like, you know, your, your music sounds so swampy and, and bluesy and <laughs> yeah. stuff. And I'm like, it's just how I grew up around yeah, here. It's just exactly. the, it's it's like my song Jersey Mud, man. It's just like it's mm-hmm. where I was born and raised. But um, so Hoochie Coochie, mm-hmm. when did you guys start Hoochie Coochie? I'm excited to talk about Hoochie mm-hmm. Coochie because I just want to say I saw you guys for the first time i guess it was at apple farm was the mm-hmm. first time i actually saw your band yeah. and then we ended up on another bill at mm-hmm. smyrna nights mm-hmm. and then you guys were on the big stage mm-hmm. and you know it's such a, it's so it's so cool when you see a band with like and how big of a difference the sound system can oh make my God, yes <laughs> if you see somebody in a bar and then yeah. see them on like a stage it mm-hmm. can be a totally different experience especially for me with like my low voice yeah so seeing you was uh-huh. was amazing so like when did you start hoochie coochie well, Hoochie Coochie started in 2015. Okay. I was doing uh, like a rap hip hop project with my cousins called Flow City. And then Fats, who's my guitarist, Mr. Fats Hawkins, he was doing um, like some like some hip hop, but like with guitar, rock and roll type stuff with right. another band. And we kind of like played in the, in the same area. So I knew who he was and I knew he made music. Um, I wanted to start just like something different. I just yeah. wanted, I had been rapping for like 10 years and it was fun, but yeah. 
I just didn't, I couldn't connect anymore, you know? I feel you. I, I, have, like, I have a rap album out there. I'll let you listen to yeah, it. Yeah, yo, we it's should a, trade. It's a group. It's okay. called Grady Lakeshore. So yeah. we have a lot in common. I could, and I knew that. That's why I wanted to get you on the podcast. Yeah. Like, I can tell we just have like a lot of similar mm-hmm. vibes with just the swag and just like trying <laughs> to be, you know, have that have that energy and stuff mm-hmm. on stage, that positivity and everything like that. Hey, so yeah. um, so you started Hoochie Coochie with yeah. Fats. Uh-huh. And it was me and, and the guitarist got together. It was just a two-piece when it started. Okay. He played guitar and sat on like a kick drum. Oh. And then I had like a tambourine, I had a snare, and a hi-hat I used to play. It's now, like my story. This feels like yeah. I'm parallel to my oh, story because me and my boy do the same thing. He does the kick drum and a guitar and like yeah. I play the slide. Because it's like you just crazy. have it in you. You're it's like, I don't know how we're going to make yep. this music, but we need to make this music happen. And it makes it real like mm-hmm. guttural and just like, yeah. like, like in the, if you it's just got the, bones. as long as you got like a mm, mm-hmm. mm, four on the floor or something, yep. just get people dancing and stuff. Yeah. We would you. have people like hear like different clips of us and they thought that we were a full band. Like, we, we, yep. I'm like, nah, we never. Um, so we did that for, we used to just do like, uh, like open mics. That's okay. all we did for a long time. And were you hoochie coochie at that yeah, point? Yeah, we were still hoochie coochie. That was like so. a night, we, yeah. it was like the third band practice and we realized it was going extremely well. Yeah. It was like, by the third practice, we were like, dang, this is tight. We should probably see if people are, are want to dance to this or anything. Yeah. So he, we were like drinking, our first EP's called $3 Wine. And it's because when we first got together, this liquor store was like getting rid of this like cheap, Probably, man. Now I got better taste than I'm on yeah, now. Yeah. Probably some nasty stuff, but it was three dollars, so we That's couldn't right. believe it. It probably fucked you up. Oh my god, we <laughs> had like two bottles of wine each per practice, and we didn't even have any songs. We were just jamming. Right, just jamming. That's the good time. That's the best time, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I had a practice like that last week where mm-hmm. uh, um, we just got together. We're like, we're we're not gonna rehearse a set. We're gonna rehearse new music, and yeah. we just were like jamming on some new stuff, and ended up coming up with like a whole new sound for yeah. this song, and like. By the end of practice, we were just all like, yo, this yeah. sounds so good. Isn't it great how music, like, mm-hmm. when it's really good, it makes you, like, laugh. Yeah, You're, like, laugh yes. at how good it is. Yeah. Or, like, it's, it's just, joy. It, you know? it is. It's not really humor. It's just joy. Yeah. You know? So then how did you guys fill out the, the band with, like, drums and bass and yeah. everything? Yeah, well, first, uh, when me and Fats were together and we were starting to get bigger shows. So we were coming out of dive bars and we started, we had a hat and people would put money in it. And I was like, well, let's just, we got gas money. Let's go yeah, further. Right? So we started, uh, we got a good name and people started booking us for bigger shows. So we really wanted to fill out that low end just because we, yeah. we could just, you know, we were you like, hear. I were playing with these big bands and you I want to play later. I want to open yeah. up yeah. every show. Yeah. So he had a friend, uh, Spencer Green, and they had jammed a little bit uh, before Hoochie Coochie and stuff. And he was a really good piano player. Okay. He was a church piano player. Okay. My okay. boy. He, got some soul. Yeah. He, nice. He, so he was he would play like some low end and then he would play his piano and it was so, so That's good. That's cool, yeah, because you can use the keys as a bass. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. So. He, and he was he was so, he is, he yeah. is so good. That's awesome. Um, But the first time we went over just to jam with him, he made us, he made us food. He made us hamburgers, mm-hmm. I think. And that's and love right there. That's love right and then there. The, the night that we got together, we wrote "Give It to Me," which is like usually the last song that we play. Every that's night. awesome. So I it, know. We just got. Yeah. We just started jamming, and I'm always like, put my phone on, put the audio on, and like, cause you never know. Yeah, you got to capture it because mm-hmm. you come back the next. Yeah, what was that chord progression we were playing? Yes. I don't know, man. Oh, I got it. Baby. Yeah, I got yep. it, baby. I got it right here. I do the same thing. I, was I just did it right that. to my band. They'll be hanging out, and I just yep. put it on the yep. PA system. That's what I did. I played through the microphone. I put my phone up to my. How's that go? 
it's like, oh, okay, I remember the riff now. Like, yeah, yeah we, it's so funny. Man, we really have a lot in common that way. That's what mm-hmm. I was saying about the iPhone. I need to slow down. I'm getting all excited. <laughs> That's what I was saying about the iPhone that I really love is the garage oh. band on there. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot like Logic. It's like a simpler version, version of Logic, and mm-hmm. they've really done a lot of upgrades mm-hmm. to it. And I use it all the time. And with this condenser mic that we're using, yes, you know, nice. like I just set that up at practice mm-hmm. and hit, hit play. And it has a whole mode on it where you can, because it has the protection. I forget what you call this. The, what do they call that? The thing around the microphone that, that has the foam, the foam cover on the microphone is the best I can describe it. But whatever that, I'm sure there's like a specific name for this. I know, it's going to drive us crazy. I'm I trying know. to stop Googling things every yeah, time I have right? I, I'm so addicted to it now. I am too. Because the fact that you can know anything at any time is like addictive. It is addictive. Like we'll be in the car arguing about something and I'm like, oh, watch this. And then you get, That's crazy. Sometimes and, you're wrong. Well, I, you ever watch Black Mirror? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like all the, I was. I just got done. Mm-hmm. See, I, I watched the first episode of that show and it was really fucked up. Yeah. Where the guy like screwed a pig or something like mm-hmm. that. And I was like, I'm not watching this show. <laughs> I was this like, is, this is crazy. Y'all are freaks. Yeah, this is some freak shit. But like after everybody talked about, talked about, I finally like just mm-hmm. started like binge watching it mm-hmm. and uh, all the futurism and all the crazy stuff that goes on. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's wild. I love it too because yeah. we, are, we are a society driven by technology. Yeah. We like rank countries in by their technological advances. So it's crazy. We're, we're never going to stop. And, it's like, and, it's not going to stop. So just to hear about the horror stories of what can happen. Like, yeah. Well, I'm not. Right. Facebook was you yeah you, it's i mean it's definitely a whole different landscape but it's there's good and bad you mm-hmm. know what i mean like i found a lot of good with it as mm-hmm. being a paralyzed musician mm-hmm. it's hard for me to travel but with the internet i can just throw everything out there yes. and be like hey you're out in wherever you've mm-hmm. never heard me here's yeah. my stuff check it's it beautiful. out and uh you know like so there's there's good and bad, but yeah. I don't know. I was watching that show and it's been freaking me out because mm-hmm. I I rely on my phone so much and, and do the podcast and do mm-hmm. a lot of like networking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's just like my, it'll be like, you've used your phone for nine hours a day. You get mm-hmm. like that total at the end of the week what? and you're like what there's no way but then i started thinking about it and i'm like we're doing a podcast right oh, now no, i'm definitely on my phone that often but what yeah. is the app that you have i don't it's not an app what it's just you? like my phone it's just what it just tells me what i get all kinds of read out everybody ask all that phone yeah phone right give me information i, ain't I know you. like my my phone always tries to tell me like how to how to spell things and <laughs> i'm like you don't know what the fuck i'm trying to say <laughs> my, my favorite is when you try to say fucking and it says ducking yeah, yeah. it's like i've said that who uses too. the the word ducking with an ing like that i don't know can you even duck something i mean i guess you can yeah like ducking a bullet yeah you're ducking a bullet okay but like i didn't get that until just now because seriously the whole time i've been like ducking yeah like does that and it makes you think of like what like who's using this word in a text message but (laughs) um but yeah man you got you got your sound where do you get your sound from like where's the influence we're getting off to off track in the space but that's okay that's what we do on here on the motion podcast i know i love it i'm having a really good time (laughs) um so a lot of like the kind of southern baptist is because i grew up in like southern baptist church okay my mother used to sing um, she still sings, but she doesn't sing for churches anymore. But it was like some of my first performances I ever seen were yeah. like these like co- big choirs and you know, big mama in the front singing and yeah. like really getting into it. And I remember like watching my mom and like looking out over the audience and everybody would just have like tears in their eyes and just like and then but also like but like tears of joy. Yeah, just, like, of course. And I remember being like, that's so beautiful that it's she moving. can move people. Yeah. That. And I was like, I want to do that. 
So I don't really, I don't sing gospel. Yeah, I, I but like no, the, but you, you know, like it's 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 different because what you do still brings joy to people. Oh, it still brings uh, fellowship to people. It's 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 very it's you know because I do the same thing. I have I have gospel songs that I sing mm-hmm. in my set mm-hmm. that I've written and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're just a little different. They're just not mm-hmm. you know your traditional gospel. But mm-hmm. sometimes we'll do a traditional gospel song, you know, and and throw it in there, and people, you know, you just kind of slip it in there, and yeah. uh, we're what am my. my uh, my my former pastor told me something one time. He said, uh, "You you know we're all fishers of men, but you got to use the right bait." Yeah. And, and he was like, "So I he's like I know you don't make it to church every Sunday, but uh, you know he's like I know you're out there working on Saturday nights and trying to in, you know inspire people and make people feel good and everything like that and bring them together, get them out of the house, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and get them in in the same places each other. Yeah, involved we, talking I feel to each like other. If you are someone who doesn't mind talking to other human beings and you are the type that knows that people are not as evil as, as yeah. media makes yep. us out to be and yep. as evil as people I think think that we all are. It's true. I've definitely experienced way more love in my life and I mean I'm like I'm black, female, homosexual. Like there's a lot of reasons why people could be like Yeah. But I've definitely hands down experienced way more love in this world. I agree hundred percent. I mean I I don't think you could even throw a label on me for all the things that I am <laughs> at this point. You know what I mean? It's like I'm just me, yeah. and uh, so I, I totally, I totally feel you. And there was a time like when I was first paralyzed, and everything like I didn't even want to go out in public because I was just embarrassed and just didn't feel comfortable and everything mm-hmm. like that. But I've experienced way more love than bad. I mean, we've all experienced bad, but mm-hmm. you know, I think it all comes back to gratitude mm-hmm. and just like focusing on gratitude, mm-hmm. and, and and that's the way you kind of like combat the negativity in Absolutely. life. You, you know? have to balance it out. Yeah, and to, it's just perspective. Goes back to perspective. I, I'm constantly trying to like better myself, and I think that's the, the point in life. As long as you're trying mm-hmm. every day, try and win the day. Yeah. You know, and kind of. Because mm-hmm. people think it's like I've. At this point now in my life and with all the different projects I've had and uh, school and different jobs and relationships, I think like you just have to accept that even if you get what you want, you'll want something else tomorrow. Yeah. So it's like you can't focus your life on the things that you want. You got to think about the things that you need and you'll... You're Everything 100% just right. falls right. If you got, if you had a hit record, mm-hmm. you'd want you another hit record. You'd, you'd, want, another, you you'd want the follow up, yes. and you'd want it to be bigger and yes. better. So you can't. Like, yeah, you, you can't, can't focus. It's a life. I did that for so long. Music is a life journey. Yes. I constantly. It's like my mantra. Music is a life journey, mm-hmm. and I think of people like Willie Nelson, who was on, who was in Nashville and was trying to do the clean cut thing, mm-hmm. and it didn't work. He went back to Texas, mm-hmm. grew his hair long, made outlaw music, mm-hmm. and he blew up. Then he got hit with tax uh, <laughs> tax evasion and stuff like that, lost all his money, mm-hmm. and then built his empire back even bigger. Yeah. So it's like, imagine that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And like, we're only, you said you're 28, I'm mm-hmm. 33. Mm-hmm. Like, we're still babies in this game. Mm-hmm. And people, it seems like they pop up out of nowhere sometimes. They don't, and though. They don't. They do they, not they, pop up out of they're nowhere. They're grinding. Yeah. And it's a life journey. So, like, I, I, I totally see it that way. And, I, and I've, So I've been trying to better myself do some meditation and do some things like that we were talking about like running and oxygen being Mm -hmm. what like a like an endorphin rush and stuff so like what kind of what kind of stuff do you do like that and and that kind of inspires your music at the same time definitely meditation right i was as soon as you i've been getting into that i love it yeah so i've been meditating probably for about four years now and it kind of i used to do like the um well no no let me go back even further than that so 
the way I discovered meditation was through my theater instructor. I had like moved around a little bit as a kid, and at this point I was living with my grandma. So I was going to a new school district, new kids. and yeah, It's a lot. Yeah. And how old were you at this time? I was probably 14. That's heavy, man. At yeah. that time, like you're going yeah. through so much change. Yeah. yeah. It was it was some drama. But yeah. <laughs> I remember going into the school, and the first day they were telling me, like, you know, oh, you have such a good personality. Like, you, you're going to love your theater teacher. He just loves kids. And he would, was just, like, a really out there kind of dude, you yeah. know? But, like, in the best way. In a good way, way yeah. He made you think and, like, asked you asked us questions. When a lot of teachers aren't doing no, that. No, not just, at all. Yeah. Not I know it's me because I have some teachers like that. Yes. So. And it, was, it wasn't really about what he taught me. Yeah. It was really just about him. About that there's something outside the school. There's yes. something, like, you can expand your mind. Yeah. So he had us do this thing. He was like, all right, everyone, we had, I want everybody to go around the theater, pick a spot, you know, all by yourself, and just lay down, close your eyes, and relax. And we're like, all right, whatever, dude. Like... <laughs> I'm going to take a nap, fourth period, heck yeah, I'm about right. it. So then he kind of just started doing like this guided meditation, like breathe deep, feel yourself sinking into the floor. And I didn't know what he was doing. He never yeah. said anything about meditation. He didn't even say anything about it afterwards. He right. just said, are y'all relaxed? And we were like, yeah. But I remember just being in this beautiful space right? where I just felt this like, oh my goodness, this feels amazing. And uh, after the we, that was done, we were like, I had a great rest of my day and um I didn't, it reminded me of praying in church, yeah, you know, it, it very they're very much, much the, the same thing, but yeah. this, I just felt so weightless, you yeah. know? That's a great way to put it, is weightless, because mm -hmm. I, you know, I experienced a lot of pain, like nerve pain, stuff mm -hmm. like that, and just when I do the deep breathing and focus on my breathing, and I try to do this one exercise where, like, I breathe in for four, out for four, mm -hmm. do that a couple of times, then eight, mm -hmm. then 12. You ever heard of Wim Hof breathing? Uh, no, I haven't heard oh, of that, I but... I love Wim He's like the ice man. He's oh, like, okay. I'll send it to you afterwards. I'll like, say, well, I have to figure... Yeah, he does Maybe I have seen. I think I have, my, I may have seen... He comes like a caveman. So you're saying about the Wim Hof breathing? Mm -hmm. So Wim Hof like developed this technique. It kind of came out of like him being like really depressed, and his wife committed suicide. I think it was. So he started pushing his body to different limits and stuff like that. And something he liked to do was like get in these ice baths, and it would make him almost like hyperventilate. Right, like, cold right, will, right. Will shock you. So he he got in his mind like if I can think about controlling my breathing then I can breathe through this that's can, what because yeah. that's what really that's gets what it you is yeah it, it cuts you off so yeah he started doing that and then he you know he was like oh I can I can be in this colder water for longer so then he started doing it like out of his out of his like his ice bath and he just realized like he it just made he, him feel yeah. really good yeah. So what I like about it is like there's scientific evidence that he was has been able to he's able to handle these extreme uh, stress stressful situation. It makes perfect sense yeah. because that's what I was saying about like the pain in my body. Like mm -hmm. I get this nerve pain that's yeah. constant, mm -hmm. and if I really go out and focus, and I can get myself focused on the breath yeah. and really just sink into that place, all that pain goes away, mm -hmm. and you know, kind of getting that oxygen to mm -hmm. your brain releases endorphins and yes, things like that. All kind of good stuff. And it's so funny because. You, you you know you say meditation to people, you almost feel silly sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like you, unless you get to a point where you like you are just super comfortable. With, you know what I mean mm -hmm. by like where people are just like, yeah, meditation. I'm sure that's yeah, really gonna for sure. help me. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like no, 
And even I sometimes like forget to meditate. Mm-hmm. And then like when I get back to it and get into practicing oh my it, God, you're like, what did I, what was I doing? Yeah, I didn't do this. It's like, I have to, I have to do this every day as a practice, especially when you yeah. get up in the morning, like yes. to get your day going. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. I like to slam a lot of water and, mm-hmm. and just get, slam. It's like, getting and, so, and mine is especially like after, after work. I love in the morning and after work. Yeah. And it, cause it separates my mind from like my work day. And I feel like I can be like better for my partner. Like right. I'm not all like worried about what, how hot it was outside, you know, I'm yeah. city, like, I don't how hot it was outside or somebody I had to deal with or it just puts a good barrier and it also like, it helps start my day in like such a good yeah. place. So do you, uh, like when you get into, I'm, I want to talk to you about like songwriting too, mm-hmm. just to switch up a little bit because I know that, uh, for me, there's like no specific way to write a song or what like I have so many different ways that songs come to me mm-hmm. and you're you guys have like some really unique songs and I can tell um just from like listening to some of your stuff that you're really coming into your sound which also Thank kind you. of parallels I feel like with me and, and my band like I feel like I'm this I'm about to release my second album and I really feel like I'm starting to get my sound down mm-hmm. so like talk, talk to me a little bit about that and getting yeah. the sound you how'd you guys develop this sound so it was it was wild we were definitely um I felt I feel a bit more bluesy when we first started because we right. understood that music and like the right the, the like the math behind it I was like, okay we'll put first here and then like we'll come back yeah like, he did walk down and yeah so it started off like that and then just through playing music more and having different musicians that come around but but right. still kind of stick to the same vein of like they like to play to how i sing right um it kind of just developed into it's from one thing to another and i love my players because we're all very creative and we'll say we're never, we're never like that's i don't want to do that we're always like okay let's just try it if it so, works it works so do you guys write the songs together like as a group the, no well the music part we do all right together okay um but the lyrics i'll write them by myself you write the lyrics yeah. okay i usually i'll do kind of like some cadence what i what i hear in my yeah, head like right. cadences I, yeah and i'll just kind of like freestyle some I'll melodies and stuff yeah yep. on my phone and then and then i'll go back and be like all right did i what does this feel like for real for real though? yeah isn't it funny how like i i know when i started writing i would be like i would write something and whatever came into my head mm-hmm. i would kind of like be like, oh, okay, that's a good line, good line. And a lot of times I would stick to that, but mm-hmm. then as I grew as a songwriter, mm-hmm. I would go back and mm-hmm. be like, take that word out, take mm-hmm. that word out, and like leave this space, and this fits better, and, and yes. change the word, uh-huh. and try and shape it a little more. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what I'm really into now, is yeah. like really shaping the songs and really taking our time as a band to find mm-hmm. like uh, where people need to be, not just like tonally Mm -hmm. but like rhythmically Mm -hmm. and and, uh i i know james brown would always think like Mm -hmm. everything's a drum Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how i try to try to do things and that's what it feels like you guys do a little bit in your band you you know because my guitar player fed he was a drummer originally same same thing with my acoustic player and then i I was like dude do you play guitar and he was like yeah i play a little bit (laughs) and i was just singing a little bit so So it was just that like funky just keep it simple stuff but he so he was a and Chelsea said this. Um, Chelsea is my girlfriend, also the drummer. Shout out, bitch. Hey. But before she was the drummer, she was my girlfriend. She was like just hanging out and like being like, this is pretty cool, guys. Oh, wow. And she told me she was like, Fats plays the guitar like how he would play a drum. She was like, he, like this str- string yeah. tends to be like, this is what his like crash would be. And, then, and I was like, I don't know. I don't play music. That's so interesting. I don't play. I just sing. I write and I, you know, just stuff like that. 
But it was cool that she picked up on that because she said it at practice like years later. And he was like, yeah, that's exactly what I was doing when we first started. Yeah, I mean, that's what my acoustic player does. And that's what I found is like I really like the acoustic guitar mm-hmm. driving the band because, uh, you know, we can play. Mm-hmm. My voice is low, so like we can play mm-hmm. like heavy sometimes, but the acoustic's driving it. So there's no like heavy electric mm-hmm. guitar. Mm-hmm. And I can keep my low vocals and just do like the hey, hey, hey yeah. kind of like whispering like stuff. The, um, Dave Matthews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah, he does. He's got a good sound. And I couldn't figure out what it was for years, and I was like, "Oh, he's got he's he's got an acoustic." It's that acoustic, yeah. man. You can still drive, and you can mm-hmm. rock, and you can rock out, and everything. But it just creates this like just a little bit more warm space to yeah. sing on. We I added was, some acoustic on some layers in, in at the studio. We, we just uh, we just finished recording the music. For some new music, so our yeah. new EP. So, I'm really so you have a new EP coming out. Yeah. yeah and what's that called? Uh, have the you watershed. Any, the watershed. The watershed. Nice. Yeah, down in Delaware, we say water. Water. The watershed. The watershed. watershed. Okay. I think they say water in usually <laughs> here. I say water. I don't know why, but everyone else around this area says water. Uh, uh-huh. So uh, I guess I'm just like an outlier or something like that. But but I've always been like like growing up, I was always really into like just making noises with my mouth and doing <laughs> impressions and beatboxing mm-hmm. and ve- being very like, you know, with rapping, mm-hmm. being very good with like flow and mm-hmm. like your syllables and, yeah. and alliteration and like pronunciation mm-hmm. and enunciating and all that stuff like that. All that, it, like it, all that fits into um, damn near anything too. Yeah. Cause I took, I definitely take a lot of, uh, from when I was rapping and I was very much like yeah. everything is a cadence and yeah. you would just like alright the first thing I did when I was when I was rapping is I would come up with the flow I would want to do and then I would right. put music to it I would put right. lyrics to it right. but first thing I knew is how I wanted to get on the beat yeah it, same here because I, I love word. flow yes. like flow is my thing and when someone switches their flow up with the and you're, you're like, just oh, like oh shit cool, yeah that was cool, cool yeah yeah I, dude yeah so that, yeah. that's what a um that's what I ended up doing, even with um with uh, Hoochie Coochie, because someone asked me that too. Someone's like, "Do you rap?" And I was like, "I do." Just kind of like the way you be going. Yeah, well, I even, you ever heard of uh, the Black Crows? They're like mm-hmm. a they're like a blues rock band, and they they got really big in the '90s, but mm-hmm. they still they they're awesome. But mm-hmm. I, like their their singer, um, well, they're the two lead guys, the guitar player and the singer, mm-hmm. are brothers. Mm-hmm. But they don't really get along. <laughs> and so the one brother, Rich, he uh-huh. writes the music on guitar, uh-huh. sends the tapes to Chris, uh-huh. and then he writes the lyrics over them. Mm-hmm. And I always noticed that their music, like when he would sing, it was like you, could, you couldn't really guess where he was coming in. Like mm-hmm. the one would drop, and then he would come in. And like uh-huh. it would sound like he was supposed to come on the beat. But like, and it was just really cool. It had this really cool, like different way. And, uh, you said the Black Crows? The Black Crows. Yeah, I'll send you some of their stuff. Yeah. It's really good. And uh, and so it dawned on me when I was playing my guitar one day, like, oh, I'm singing in rhythm because, like, I'm playing the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Like, if I get someone else to play the rhythm, I can kind of chop mm-hmm. it up like a rap song like yeah. and, and think of the flow a little more. Oh. So, like, that's kind of how I started, like, you know, have evolved uh-huh. in, my, in my writing. And it's just, it's just interesting how as you grow and, and record stuff and, and kind of, like, do stuff, then you're like, I would record that differently if I did it now, you know? Try to re-record stuff. It never works out for me. <laughs> I, I never like it. I'm like, Mm-mm. you just can't, can't you can't capture the energy of when the, the first yeah. time you go to put something down. Yeah, and I and I I believe in the eighty percent rule. If it's eighty percent or better, put it out because <laughs> you know, because it's, it's never uh, going to be perfect. Yes, it's never going to be perfect. Yeah, I watch people 
hold projects for years and years and years. So I have, I know, I have friends who have never put stuff out. That was amazing, I, yeah. just because they were like, it's not right yet. Yeah. It's not right. I, and you know what? I feel like if that's what you want to do, but there's, yeah. I just couldn't imagine. Well, there, I just love sharing. Have you ever I mean? heard? Ever heard of a uh, Gary V? His name's Gary Vanderchuck. He's this like big branding mm-hmm. guy. He's a motivator. He's like mm-hmm. a young guy, social media guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he put out a book, and it's all about like how to brand and like mm-hmm. market and things like that. And that's what he talks about is the eighty percent rule. He said mm-hmm. so many people are afraid to just put it out. Man. And he's like, but just put it out. Like just put it out. Put it out. And if you he's like, if you don't think it's good, like whatever. I, like my motto is like, mm-hmm. if if I don't care about, it, I'll write a better song. Like that's, oh my you know God. what I mean. Like, I used to have that fear, yeah, that anxiety. I yeah. always like these are your little babies. I always was like, what if this is the best thing I ever? Had? I don't know if that's like a little bit of pessimist in my brain because right. I'm usually always positive. Right. But anytime like, I'm like, yeah, this song is tight, guys. I'll sit down and be like, what if this is it? Like, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> what if this is it? What this song's so best? good. This How song, could I, I ever could write anything better? This. this is amazing. Yeah, I know. I feel I totally feel you. There's, a, there's like a really funny meme. We're just really just sitting here talking about how great we are. But you know, that's <laughs> tight because I, I feel we're like we're not talking about, we're talking like about self deprecating artists who are just like, no, I hate all of my work. That's how I, I hate it. I think it's pretty good. I'm sure other artists are out there listening right now thinking, like, you know, I go through the same <laughs> thing. And it's, yeah. you know, that's what I like about this podcast. It, is, it excites me. Yeah, it drives you, you know what I mean? It's like, and and I, I don't know. I just think that the music is is for everybody, man. Mm-hmm. Share it. It's your gift. You yes. should share it. Oh my god, it makes me feel so good to share it. Yeah, and then people hear it and they might hear something totally different. And they write you something about it. And you're yes. like, or tell you about it. And you're like, wow. Yes. I, yo, I swear that's crazy. You say that. I just had someone today ask me if um, she was like, I, I listened to your song. I think one of those songs is about suicide. I don't have no songs about suicide. Not that I would be opposed to right, writing. Right, right, right. No, but she was like, she was like, I just, you know, I felt a little alone. So it was just was nice to hear that someone else knows what I'm going through. Yeah, and I was like, that's be- beautiful. Right? Oh my god, like yeah. I just love to get on stage. The fact that people are able to feel a little less lonely. Yeah, I mean, like, please let me give that to you. Well, I'll tell you, it blew my mind. I have a foundation that I started called the Music in Motion Foundation, mm-hmm. and we raise money for music therapy and mm-hmm. for me to go and play for people who don't have Aww. a budget. Mm-hmm. And so I went to this school for kids with cerebral palsy mm-hmm. the other day. I mean, these oh, kids, these kids were amazing, and like they they moved their wheelchairs like with their head. Uh-huh. Or with their eyes, like by like, then they communicate. They couldn't speak some yeah. of them, uh-huh. so they would communicate like Stephen Hawking by looking at a screen mm-hmm. and like, "How are you doing today?" Like, mm-hmm. and and it would speak for them, and they were all happy when I was playing music. They were all bouncing around their chair, Thank like, you. like, and it was like, man, look at all these kids. Mm-hmm. They've got this, you know, situation mm-hmm. they're dealing with. It's really, it's, it's got to be so difficult because they they're like Mm -hmm. a lot of them were like cognitively okay Mm -hmm. but they just because of their muscle Mm -hmm. like the way their muscles are they couldn't speak yeah they're gonna need help (laughs) yeah Yeah. so like i know what that's like but not on that level you know especially so young yeah like Mm -hmm. from birth and uh and so just but they were all happy they were all like jamming out Mm -hmm. and the music just like lifted them up Mm -hmm. and at one point they were like like one of the kids asked with his eyes on the computer, can you play Adele? 
And I was like, uh, so I just started like going, jim, jim, jim. I was like, there's a fire yeah, like, starting in my heart. Yeah. And everybody was just got all lit up. And yeah. it was just like this moment. I was like, I can't believe I'm playing Adele right now. And actually, and I turned it into like a little blues. Yeah. like, And I did it like in my own kind yeah. of way. And it actually came out. I just played like, you know, maybe 30, mm-hmm. 60 seconds of the song. Mm-hmm. And like everybody was freaking out. And like they were just laughing and having a good time. And it was like. I left there feeling as good, if not better, than like the best show I've ever played to like a big yes. audience or something like that. Yes. So it's like it just it just shows you that music has a whole different uh, has many different uses and 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 uh, I don't know that that changed yeah. that like changed me. So now I'm thinking like you know not a lot of the other stuff matters and yeah. we have like we have a show coming up though but oh, at sure. World Cafe Live yeah. which is going to be awesome living up baby we're on the way yep so <laughs> so next thing we got to do is is send your music out to XPN and yes. be like hey we're coming to play World Cafe Live promote our shit yes please i think you got well, what song like what song do you guys think should be do you have like a single out or we do something? have a single like, yeah we just released a music video too um Super cool animation by Deanna West. I love her. She's tight. Um, oh, she's I'm je- Jersey too. I'm jealous. That's awesome. I, yes. I I think animation is so cool. That's awesome. I'm gonna check. I can't believe one. I didn't see it. I I will make yeah. sure you see it for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because I go on like Facebook and Instagram to post stuff, but I rarely look at stuff. Oh my god, yet. that's exactly how I am. That's <laughs> yeah. exact. That's how I am to a T. But yeah. it, it's because it's. I needed the maintenance, you yeah. know. There was a point where I was always on my phone all the time, and like I know some people, they're like, "Hey, it doesn't bother me," but it does bother me, especially yeah, it bothers Facebook. Because there's a lot of negative things on Facebook. Yep, and there's a lot of just like useless information and, and stuff. Yeah, and... and if you ever click on a video and then more videos come, it's yes. like and it's like, and then all, before you know it, you're just watching videos roll by for nothing. For nothing, and they're don't like, even be laughing. Dude, yeah, you're just like. <laughs> I'm like I'm waiting for something to happen. Like this, I, something came on today, and I was watching it, and then another video came on. It was literally, literally just this chick, just like talking shit and just like saying stuff, <laughs> and about how people were talking shit on her, and like she had like real thick thighs and like big lips, and she was like saying how like you, you know people say shit about my lips, but I love my lips, and like, da, da, da. and I was like. And for and I sat there and watched it for like forty seconds, and I was like, "What the fuck am I doing? Like, <laughs> yes. why am I watching this? I'm like, I wait, be writing a song. Yeah, I'm waiting for something to happen. Is like, and this, I don't think anything's ever gonna happen. I literally think I, this I'm girl's much, just like talking shit. I much more like to create content than to consume content. <laughs> exactly. Reading has been my jam. I, I've always like had a book, but yeah. lately it's been like nonstop. Every, yeah. Yes. So what are you reading? Reading anything good? Tell me about what right you're reading. Right now I'm reading. Um, I think it's called like intro. I'm really bad with the titles of the books, but the the it's an astrophysics book. It's like intro to astrophysics oh, by snap. Neil deGrasse Tyson. I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. I love him. And you I know watch him writes? on all on on podcasts and different shows and stuff mm-hmm. all the time, and like the quantum mechanics and yes. string theory and like and simulation really too, theory. I'm not, I'm like I, I super understand, but I I like. I like him, first right. of all. And yeah. then I have been in these situations recently where this astrophysics and some of the topics come up, and I, I just want to know, know how to follow. You yeah. know, like I'm not about to be some, you know, I ain't trying to be bougie. Yeah. But if people are talking about it, I want to have a general idea. I totally agree. It's so, it's so funny you brought that up because, you know, like I watch um, a, lot, a couple different podcasts where they talk mm-hmm. like that, and, and uh, I have a couple friends, and we talk about. Mm-hmm 
computers and mm -hmm. and you know like I was saying watching Black Mirror and yeah. future stuff and just talking about you know quantum mechanics mm -hmm. and and trying to like wrap your mind around because I think you it have all, to know how to do like abstract thought and not everybody has that ability. I think it all ties into music somehow. I mean, yeah. I know I'm bringing I'm a, as a musician. I'm, I'm bring anything back to music. But Wait, like, but seriously, <laughs> like you think about you know gravity is waves yeah. and like and all this different stuff is just like waves and and vibes and like how. I mean, I don't know if a lot of other people do this. Maybe it's just me. I know you probably do. Mm -hmm. But, like, when you walk into a room, you can just feel the energy. Oh, absolutely. You know? And oh it's like, God. why is that? Watch out because that meditation will have you on point for yep, real. Yep. And, 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 like, and, and why does a chord sound sad and then sound yeah. happy and uh -huh. then sound, like, mysterious mm -hmm. or, like... It's like when you start to think about it, it's like, man, everything comes back to, like, waves and wavelengths everything and vibration. Yes. Vibration. And it's crazy, like... You can bring uh, it back, you can bring that back even back to the Bible, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like tie it in, like people are always like either science or religion. And I'm like, well, the big bangs, to me, they go yeah, hand they in go hand. hand. Yeah, it's like, yeah, big bang theory kind of sounds like something got created out of nothing. It all mm -hmm. kind of sounds like the same story, but being mm -hmm. told different ways to me. And the, all That's the just bangs to me. Is, is a vibration yep. to begin with. Exactly. So that could have been anything, technically. That's what I mean. Like, so you start out. Everything came from vibration, mm -hmm. and everything comes from vibration and mm -hmm. movement and molecules and mm -hmm. things, or uh, you know, atoms and molecules. It all breaks okay. down, and and that's why I always was like, we I'm probably gonna... sound like fucking morons, but I don't care. I don't care, yeah. man. You're listening, dude. Yeah. You're here. Yeah, <laughs> you're strapped in. Probably I, I riding like, your car. That's the, one of my things I really, really enjoy about music too is because like it, it. It's like direct, especially if you, you really do believe in the vibrations and how yeah. they can affect. That's why I've always been like, I want to use my music for good, you know? Like, yeah. I, ne I never was like, I was like, I didn't want to, I never wanted to be a gospel singer, but I knew I wanted to be a singer. And like, and I wanted to be able to make people feel like they're a part of a bigger something. Yeah. And if you, you can, if you can get it right, you can, you can do a lot. And when you can help other people, that's when I feel like you'll, you'll feel the most successful. Yeah. I think that's, you know, just, just like church mm -hmm. and you know growing up in christianity things like mm -hmm. that it goes hand in hand it's like do for others help others and before you know it like you will be fulfilled oh my god and i love complimenting people yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah right and it's just like i had a waiter last just yesterday right mm -hmm. comes up and he goes i said hey man how you doing he goes living the dream yeah and he and he meant it he yeah. meant it and uh i was like oh cool or whatever and i was like he said something else and he was like yeah man been drinking two gallons of water every day oh like good for you and I was like alright bro <laughs> and then he came out later and he was carrying all these drinks and uh my mom was like oh got that I thought you were gonna drop it and he puts it down without missing beat he's like nah man I do Wii Fitness <laughs> And I was, and my mom and I lost it. We we're like, did he just say he does Wii Fitness? Like, this guy is on another He's level. So happy. How do you get like that? Right? And, and it's like, I see people like that, and I'm just like, I want to be like that. I think mm -hmm. whether you're working at McDonald's or you're working at, like, a, you know, a gas station or you're at some big job, whatever mm -hmm. it is, or you're a rock star, or whatever, mm -hmm. you should be kind to people. Yes. You should be, you should be happy oh to God. serve other people and help and just, you know, grind that way through your Absolutely. life and it's going to help you out you know mm -hmm. that's just my philosophy but i, so, I feel like you kind of are on that same on that same vibe like we've been on the same vibe for ba oh dang near everything for else, damn near but... everything we've been. well what's your sign scorpio scorpio okay so you got a birthday coming up this fall then right mm -hmm. november 16th november 16th i'm a right. libra i'm a libra i like libra it's probably 
don't it's, think I know too much about Libras. Yeah, well, we're uh, we like balance, and uh, that's about you know always trying to uh, uh-huh. balance everything out and keep make everything sure make this, make sure everything. Yeah, we're people pleasers. We're mm-hmm. always uh, you know trying to do that, and uh, lovers of mm-hmm. of everything. I try to fall in love every day with mm-hmm. something, and uh, that's the most I could say about it. I think astrology is is fascinating though, and I'm always I trying to read more about it, but. You I know, like it. Not sometimes into that. Me and my, sometimes me and my girlfriend will read our horoscope just at a random. Yeah. And the other day they were on they point. were so on point. It it's terrifying. on point, right? It was almost scary how on point it was. She's like kind I of in the midst think it, of moving into another position, like at a right, company. Right. And hers was just like, "Don't be afraid to take it to, to uh, for for the change that's coming. The one that's good. you might be scared. Of. I don't know. It was something, but it had definitely <laughs> something. It was just was so relatable. You know? So. Um, you, your show, your YouTube show. What is the name of the show? Pints and Pals. Pints and Pals. Yes. I love that. I watched. The, I think I watched the first episode with your friend, and I just thought it was great. Yes. And so, like you said, you're doing some more episodes with that. I want to promote that a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So tell us about we're, it. We should be releasing our episode with Grace Vonderkoon okay. um, early August. It really is just like I wanted. I was looking for a platform to to be on like this. Like right. I was looking around for like different podcasts and shows and then i just had the idea right um like what if i just interviewed people but they were like you know drinking <laughs> mine's the same thing but i'm like what if i'm smoking, smoking. and I, i'm smoking and we smoke and then and then we'll just have a con- yeah. yeah and then we'll get high and we'll have a fucking conversation and Dude. and talk about some shit so it's like but then i also i try to do like local and microbreweries right so it's like kind of like hey look at this drink look at this artist we're having a good time and i just like talking to people same i think it's fun <laughs> if you it's like we're like I, I can make friends with anybody. Yeah. All you gotta do is find that that one thing that you two connect on, and you can build from there. That's so. And some funny. you you can build with more, but everybody, you, you, there's something you can talk about. We're cut from the same cloth. It's yeah, so funny. Yeah. I like it, it, when you were talking about uh, like being in church and everything like that. I went to this church, mm-hmm. and it was you know like the all black Baptist church mm-hmm. and like traditional and everything up in Philly. And then he's and, and I'm and I'm always like like I. I want, I want, I'm into that vibe. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? I always say like, I must be black on the inside or something because, because, because like, because this, this, because like when I go to like my church and they're playing quote unquote Christian rock, uh-huh. not really vibing with that. Like, mm-hmm. and so I went to this church and my friend played in the band mm-hmm. and she was like, you got to come up here and you got to sing and play slide guitar because yes. they'll love it. Right. So I started doing, tell Ooh. me who's that riding yeah. John the River lady. Tell me yes, who's that, baby. you know, and they jumped up and like were clapping and <laughs> I was, was playing. Like, yeah, this crowd is lit. And I was like, this is lit. And even the preacher was looking around like, what you is going on? He, <laughs> it's so funny because that's how he acted. Yeah. yeah it was like, yo, like this is my, too excited, yeah, don't get them too. And I was like, wow. Oh like he was like, yeah, okay. Give it up for the white boy. <laughs> and I was like, yo, don't that's, get yeah, off the stage. yeah, right. Come get your friend, y'all. Yeah, come get your friend. Get him off my stage. That's so funny you said that because yeah, it, it was funny that I just. But I've seen some. I just and I was lit, dude. Music. I was like, yo, that was so beautiful, and mm-hmm. like just to have that response, and like, mm-hmm. and everybody was just came up afterwards. Was like, you know, like yeah, that was great. And I just love that. I love that outward yeah. pouring of love and the fellowship mm-hmm. and like. The music, just the vibes, the Holy Spirit filling you up, man. There's nothing like it. And, and they're crying. Yeah, they were like oh, tears crying. in their eyes. They be tears like, of joy. I yeah. think that's what that's that's such something that's so important about like 
religions may not ha- put a good taste in everybody's mouth, but that yeah. spirituality that it try at least tries to teach you. And yeah, you with. it does. Like my my mom, one of the, my favorite things was music and praying. I like yeah. to pray. Yeah. It made me feel good. I still pray every night before dinner, and you know my mom and I hold hands and stuff, and it's like. Some people don't believe in religion at all, but they believe in gratitude. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, okay, say God doesn't exist and I'm not, you know, praying to a God, Oof. but I'm giving gratitude. Yes. You know, it's like just taking that time to stop and be like, you know. And just think like, wow. I universe, Lord, like, whoever, I whatever. I'm grateful for this food. I'm yeah. grateful for this day. I'm grateful for the music, grateful for the friendship. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for the things that I have. Mm-hmm. And when you start thinking that way, it just kind of flips the script and you're like, yeah. you know what? I actually do have a lot. They've done studies on people doing like gratitude journals and stuff like really? that. It, yeah, it makes people feel good. I, mean, I made my mom do it one time because she was doing too much crying. I was like, mom, mm-hmm. listen, for the next month, every morning, we're going to text each other something we're grateful for. And she, wow. really, she really enjoyed it. That's awesome. She was crying sometimes. She, she's so dramatic. I well, love her. And I get it from her. So I ain't, you know, yeah. I, I can relate. Yeah. But I'm like, God, Mom. Well, sometimes, you know, people, <laughs> I mean, I know with me, like, there's times where, like, I, I can't cry. And I mm-hmm. wish I could cry. Oh my gosh, yeah. You ever get like that? Uh-huh. And it's like, man, I just want to let something out, but I can't. And then you'll watch a movie or like you'll be somewhere and some of the song will hit. And then all of a sudden it just Ooh. comes out and it feels good. You're like, oh, <laughs> I got to get this crap. Like that. <laughs> yeah. You ever see that? P. Diddy thing where he's like, I had me about a three and a half hour cry. <laughs> you ever seen that? Oh my God, I was dying. It was like, I don't know, the other day he came out with something where he was just talking about like, I had a three and a half hour cry. You could see his eyes were all puffy oh, too. He was like, yeah. I had to let some shit go, man. And yeah. like people were clowning him, but I was like, and he was just like going on. That's like, beautiful. That was beautiful. Oh I was God. like, yeah. I feel like Especially all the things he's probably got to deal with running yeah. businesses and like, I feel stressed I out think from that's what a, I have. That's a powerful move for for an individual of the yeah. stature to make to be like, it, like you can show emotion and you can cry. And I appreciated Ooh. it as a man, you know what I mean? Yes. It's like, you know, I, I tell people all the time, like if you need to cry you need to talk get your feelings mm. out and like express mm. yourself it's important it's like poison if you toxic don't toxic male masculinity is like a thing it is it really is like after i've had like you know just growing up and watching like my brothers and the stress that they had right of having to be a man like i would never wish that on anybody yeah like, it, it just it just seems so unrealistic it's tough yeah. you know like yeah and then they and then they you know these these boys grow up to be men and they don't know how to be like this makes me sad. Yep. So they just convert it to anger, anger because it's okay if boys hit each other. Yeah. Like and then they oh it's just it's a vicious cycle. It's it is. It's true. Cycle. It's true. There's a lot. There's a lot of issues going on out there and trying to trying to untangle them is like. I'm just gonna try and do it with music yeah. and uh, stay out of the stay and out of the politics a little bit and work too. on myself and yeah. be an example. So yes. I think you're a great example Me for too. for doing that. And uh, I'm looking forward to Hoochie Coochie yes. on August 10th for everybody Ooh. out there listening. And August Gucci 10th. Motion, yep. Don't forget Gucci Gucci Hoochie Coochie is what we're gonna call it. <laughs> it's gonna be a Gucci Hoochie Coochie. But uh, tell the people where they can all find you right now because this ain't going to be our last podcast obviously, oh no I can, I can tell we could talk for like five more hours probably <laughs> and uh, but we're going to wrap it up for everybody tonight but let the people know where they can find you you can find me girl Miss Danielle Johnson aka Miss Shug uh, find my band first though H-O-O-C-H-I C-O-O-C-H-I on Facebook Instagram 
it's basically the same thing all around. So can we put this in the show notes? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll just Google Hoochie Coochie, and uh, I'll put it. I'll put it out there on the show notes and on like the Facebook and everything. Tag you in it, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you. Peace and love, everybody. Be safe out there, and uh, come check out our show on August 10th at World Cafe Live, and next week, um, August 2nd, I'll be at Pettit Fest, and August 3rd will be at Connective, uh, the Connective Live Festival in Oxnard, PA, or Oxford. Oxford, PA. So, where you? What, what, gig, what gigs you got? Yeah, not Oxnard, California, but Oxford, PA. And you got any gigs coming up in the yeah, next couple actually, weeks? Actually, we will be in New Jersey on the second. We're going to be doing the tenth annual Elephant uh, Elephant Talk. Um, it's in Maze Landing. Maze Landing. Yeah, oh, nice. That's down by the shore. Yeah, Ooh, I haven't man. been there, so I'm it's excited. nice. It's nice. Yeah, I, it's down I by heard. the seashore. So, and then on the. Uh, wait a minute! Oh my goodness! I should have known this. On the third, we'll be down at. Uh, Miss Spilling River Brewing Company. Wow. Uh, yeah, man, it's gonna be a good time. So we'll both be playing on the second and the third. Yeah, baby, working, working. working. High five. Awesome. All right, peace and love, y'all. Be safe.